shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. I do. Have Thank a you. seat, and please state your name and spell your last name for the record. Jan Laverty Jones, J-O-N-E-S. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, how are you currently employed? I'm the Senior Vice President of Communications and Government Relations for Harris Entertainment. That's here in Las Vegas? The corporate offices are, yes. Okay. Um, you were previously employed uh, in county or city government? Tried county, but no, it was city government. I, I was the mayor of the city of Las Vegas. Uh, for how long? During what period of time? From 1991 to 1999, eight years. Uh, did you know a man by the name of Ted Binion? Yes, I did. Uh, how long did you know him? When did you meet him? I met Ted shortly after I came to Nevada, maybe 12 to 15 years. Did you have the opportunity to socialize with him on occasions? Occasionally. Uh, describe, I guess, what your relationship was with Ted Binion. I liked Ted. We were friendly. We weren't close. You know, we didn't. We weren't close friends, but we ran into each other at a number of different occasions. Uh, in September of 1998, were you the mayor of Las Vegas? Yes, I was. Uh, were you also involved in a campaign at that time? Yes, I was. Uh, what was the campaign? Campaign was for governor. Uh, I want to direct your attention, uh, please, to September 16th of 1998. Uh, did you have a meeting set uh, that day with Ted Binion? Yes, I did. Uh, what was the purpose of the meeting? Ted had called and asked me to come by the house, said that he had a campaign donation for me, asked me to be there early in the, in the morning because generally he was up at night and he slept during the day. Did you set a time to meet with Mr. Binion? Yes. Uh, what was the time? 10 o'clock. Uh, did you have uh, anything else scheduled that morning? Yes, I did. I had a speech at the Veterans Hospital at 11. Uh, where was the... Uh, where was the meeting with Mr. Binion? At his house on Palomino. 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 Okay. Uh, did you ar arrive at approximately 10 a.m. on September 16, 1998? Yes. Uh, were you by yourself? No. Stan Jenkins from my campaign was driving me. Uh, did he go in the home with you? You know, I don't remember. Uh, was there anyone else that you saw inside the home? I'll yeah. strike that. Let me back up. Did you see Mr. Binion when you came in? Yes, he met me at the door. Uh, did you see anyone else inside the home? There was a cleaning lady. Okay. Uh, do you know an individual by the name of Sandra Murphy? Yes, I do. Uh, how do you know Sandra Murphy? I've met her with Ted. What did you understand her relationship to be with Mr. Binion? That Sandy and Ted had been living together for a period of time. Do you see Sandra Murphy in the courtroom this afternoon? Yes. Uh, could you point to her, please, and describe an article of clothing that she's wearing today? Sandy's wearing a beige suit. May the record reflect, Your Honor, that the witnesses identify the defendant, Sandra Murphy. The record so reflects. Was uh, Ms. Murphy at the home on September 16, 1998, while you were there? No, she was not. Okay. Uh, describe for us what took place when you entered Mr. Binion's home. Um, Teddy was in a friendly mood that morning. He wanted to before we even talked about campaign donations, he wanted to show me pictures um, on old Fremont Street when he was a little boy riding the horse, pictures of the old Binion horseshoe, letters that his dad had written. Where inside the home did you, did you meet with him? Or, or tell us where you went. When you walk into the home, there's an entry hall, and then straight ahead is a living room. At first, we were in the living room. That's where he was showing me the pictures and the letters, just talking. Then he asked me to come into the kitchen, and the cleaning lady was there, and he asked her to leave, and he gave me the campaign donation. And then he talked a little bit in there about his frustration at not being licensed, how he was really working to change that, that he wanted to go back into the business. Um, how would you describe his demeanor that day? Happy. You said that he showed you some photographs from, I guess, old Las Vegas? Old Las Vegas. When Teddy was a little boy, he was in most of the pictures, parades on Fremont Street. Uh, was most of his conversation with you about the past, or was some of it about the future? Future, I mean, he was talking about how he was going to 
change and, and get straight and get his license back. And talked about the future with Ian Sandy. Sandra Murphy. Yes. You mentioned a uh, contribution that he gave you. Uh, what was it? It was $40,000. Uh, in what form? It was a check for $1,500 and the rest was in cash. Did you know what kind of contribution you were going to get from Mr. Binion before you arrived? No. Uh, what did he say to you uh, in terms of giving you the contribution? He said, this is a contribution for your campaign. Um, it's from me and Sandy and Damien and Bonnie. Uh, who's Damien? Damien is a son of Ted. And uh, who do you know Bonnie to be? His daughter. After the, uh, after he gave you the donation in the kitchen, did uh, the two of you go anywhere else inside the house? Yes, took me on a tour of the house. Showed me, he was very proud of the house. He was proud of the backyard. He loved that and his dogs. Showed me Bonnie's room, his bass fishing boat. Talked about fishing out at the lake. Showed me the room that Sandy had just remodeled. He was very proud of that. Took me all through the closet. And showed me everything. He was very proud of his house. You said he talked to you or showed you, or at least directed you, I, I don't remember exactly what you said, about the backyard. Uh, when you were in the living room area, uh, do you remember whether or not there are windows which would enable you to see into the backyard? Yes, there are. Uh, on September 16th, 1998, when you were there, could you see into the backyard? I believe so, yes. I remember looking into the backyard. I remember Teddy talking about the backyard and my commenting. Those old properties are on big pieces of land. The curtains or drapes in the living room were open? I believe so, yes. Okay. Did uh, Mr. Binion talk in specifics, not just about being relicensed, re but uh, uh, about the Horseshoe Club? Yes, but not in a different context. He was talking about the problems with the family, um, the problems that they were having now operating the Horseshoe Club, that it was going to be a very difficult property to operate because it really needed to be run, in Teddy's words, like an old-time joint. And there were only very few people left in Las Vegas who knew how to run those kinds of properties. Um, who did he say might be uh, the kind of person who could run a property like the Horseshoe Club? Uh, he mentioned my husband is one, Richard Schutz, who'd been running the stratosphere. Ted had gone down and Campbelled a number of times in the stratosphere and with Richard. And he didn't mention the second one. I don't know who he was referring to. Uh, did he mention whether or not uh, he was the type of person who could do that? I don't remember whether that was something Ted specifically said, but he was referring to the fact that the family needed help. But he was talking about oh, offering. I'm sorry. He was talking about um, property he had in Pahrump, where he was going to do a casino, I believe. Um, what specifically do you remember him talking about uh, in reference to property in Pahrump? He was, uh, all of this was in different context. He was worried about the family and the fact that the family was fighting about money. And he felt that that was largely a result that the inheritance that was left by his parents wasn't to the extent that everyone had expected after taxes, and that that's when the fighting had started, and that, but that it never mattered to him because he'd invested well and he had his own money and he owned a tremendous amount of land in Pahrump in which he was planning to build a casino. Planning sometime in the future? Yes. So his discussions in, in uh about his land in Pahrump, did he talk about things, specific things that he wanted to do with land he had in Pahrump? I believe that's when he was talking about the casino, and he wanted to build a casino in Pahrump. He mentioned the, the amount of land he owned, how valuable it was, and what he felt the opportunities were. Uh, about how long did you stay at his house? About an hour. Uh, was there ever a time that, uh, during that hour, that Mr. Binion talked about a coin collection. Just before I was leaving, Teddy was, he really wanted to talk that day. He was a company. And 
he said, I want to show you something. And it was old coins. Um, and I think he had them in a box where he went to another room. But by then, I was getting late for my speech. And so I was trying to leave. And yet I you know, didn't want to be rude. And um, so he sort of showed me the coins. But we didn't really get into a huge discussion on that. Do you know where he went to get the coins? I believe he went into a room that's off of the living room. Okay. Uh, toward the dining room or kitchen area? Yes. Okay. Um, during that hour, uh, did you ever observe Mr. Binion to, to be depressed? No. Uh, despondent? No. Um, did his, was his demeanor the same way uh, generally through that, uh, through that hour? Yes. Okay. You ever discussed suicide with you? No. Um, had you ever seen Ted before that day <coughs> depressed or sad? Or I'd seen Ted when he was depressed and upset about not being um, approved by the gaming, but not in anything that he'd talked to personally to with me. But he appeared different when you saw him on September 16th than he did when you saw him when he was depressed about uh, the licensing issue. He was in a good mood. Okay. Uh, from your contact with him, your observations with him, was the uh, was he the type of person who internalized uh, all those things? I don't think so. You basically knew what Teddy's mood was. Okay. Uh, after you left, did you ever see him again? No. Did you ever talk to him again? No. In the uh, fall of 1998, uh, both as mayor and as, uh, as a person involved in a gubernatorial campaign, uh, did you have the opportunity to attend certain social functions in Las Vegas? Yes. Uh, do you recall whether or not you attended the opening of the Bellagio Hotel? Yes, I did. Uh, do you recall when that was? Uh, October 15th, I believe. Okay. You know what day of the week that was? Is it Thursday? Uh, did you attend the uh, Andre Agassi benefit uh, in 1998? No, I didn't. <coughs> Are you aware of uh, when it was scheduled? Not exactly sure, but it's generally, at least all the other years that I've gone, it's in the end of September on a Saturday night, late September. Uh, if I told you that uh, uh, September 26, 1998 was a Saturday, uh, would that be consistent in your mind with when the Agassi event might have been? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much. Pass the witness. Rose, Mr. Mullet. Thank you, Your Honor. Good afternoon, Mayor Jones. Good afternoon. Uh, <clears throat> you first, when you first went to uh, Mr. Binion's home, you described uh, his demeanor as being that of happy, complacent, jovial type person. Yes. And uh, you indicated that he showed you old pictures, pictures of Fremont Street, him on a horse, etc. And did he appear uh, to you to be nostalgic? Yes. And in fact, that was the term that you used in your statement that was taken um, on February 9th, 1999. Yes. So your statement would be some approximately four months after the demise of Mr. Binion, correct? Yes. And that was a statement taken uh, by the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department? Yes. And in fact, you said Ted was real nostalgic? Yes. Afterwards, uh, after talking to you and showing you letters and photo albums, uh, you indicated that he took you through the house. Yes. And what is it that he talked to you about as far as the renovations? He showed me the rooms. He showed me the room that Sandy had just finished remodeling. He was very proud of that. Okay. Um, talked about Bonnie. Talked about he, Sandy and Ted. All right. And, and uh, how did he describe his uh, feelings towards Sandy at that time? Lovingly. So there was nothing negative to be said about Sandy at that time? No. That's on September 16th at approximately 10 a.m.? That's correct. 
And he, he took great pride in showing you, I guess in your words, showing me everything that she redecorated. And then he took you out to the bass boat that was on the garage. Right. You indicate also that, uh, I guess on the garage, that in your, the way your statement is reading, that he wasn't depressed at all. And then you say again, uh, aside from being in a really good mood, he was quite nostalgic. Because he was showing me so many pictures of when he was a little boy right. and his father. But uh, the point is that you, you took time to say that, that it was quite nostalgic a second time in your statement, correct? Yes. He, uh, <clears throat> a third time about nostalgia, uh, do you recall uh, Ted referring to Sandy as the old lady? Yes. And how did he uh, term that? He said, my old lady will be sorry. She missed you. She's out shopping. Okay. So he indicated to you that he would have preferred Sandy to have been there to have met you. He just said that Sandy would be sorry to have missed me. She was out shopping. Uh, you indicate in your statement that you received 40000 uh, You testify here today that the breakdown of the 40000 was $1,500 check, and then the balance was in cash? Yes. And uh, how, how do you handle that in your campaign contributions? You take it in, you give it to the finance director, they report it, and then it's listed by contributor. And then there came a time when you returned that money? No. Okay. You utilized all of those monies towards the, the governor's race? Yes. Okay. Now, aside from your discussion regarding running for or participating in the governor's race, uh, Mr. Binion uh, talked to you about his gaming license situation. Just referred to, he wasn't in-depth discussion. You were aware of his gaming license problems? Yes. You were aware that he his gaming license had been revoked? Yes. You were aware that uh, one of the reasons that his gaming license had been revoked was because of drug usage? Yes. And were you aware of the type of drug that he used? Heroin. And this was common knowledge in the community? Yes. And do you know for how well, long of a period of time, to your knowledge, he was using heroin? This is hearsay, but it was always termed that he'd been using heroin for a long period of time. Okay. He indicated to you that <clears throat> he was really on track as far as getting his life back together? Getting his life back together. Did he uh, imply to you, indicate to you, that he had cleaned up and he was going to try to, to uh, reapply for his license? He wasn't that specific, but that's what I felt he was saying. Right. So that he's trying to impress you that he was a good candidate to have his gaming license back. I wouldn't even know if he was trying to impress me with that. He was just talking about his frustrations and trying to change his life. And in terms of his gaming license, what exactly did he say to you on how he felt about it? That it was very difficult for him to have lost his gaming license. And did you in fact state, page seven, that my gaming license means everything to me? If that's what I stated then, then that's probably what he said. And then he started talking to you about how he, how he felt about you and how you came to this town and how... That was actually just before I left. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And he was came, giving me you, some you, advice. You seem to have started the hard way and made your own inroads. So it's very complimentary and admiring to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
you in your statement, and I and I keep referring to your statement because this seems to be my guideline. But it, you seem to to go back into an area. Uh, of how he was proud of his home when you were being uh, interviewed by the uh, by Detective Music. I remember I was touched at how proud Teddy was of his house. He just really felt good about his home and the redecorating and Sandy being there with him. Is that true? And Bonnie and the dogs and yes. Everybody. Yes. He went and showed you Sandy's bedroom, Sandy's closet, Sandy's bathroom, telling you the work that she had done in this room? Yes. Going back into Bonnie's room, he showed you Bonnie's room, the kind of work that she did for Bonnie? I don't remember whether he mentioned that Sandy had done Bonnie's room. He showed me Bonnie's room. Uh, as far as uh, the gun collections, did he take the time to show you any of his gun collections? I don't remember seeing the gun collections. Do you remember seeing any uh, revolvers around? No. Not that you were looking for any. Right. <laughs> I don't remember seeing any. Okay. And uh, you indicated on direct examination that he had referred and was reviewing letters from his dad. Yes. Did that impress you? I mean, his dad was probably the most important figure in his life. Yes. Did he discuss with you at that point in time the change in this town and what was what this town was going through? Or well, what he, he said was going through? He just talked about that it was a different kind of town today. How so? Well, it had changed dramatically. It wasn't the town, at least this is what I gleaned from Teddy's comments of horse parades on Fremont Street and right. the old great gamblers. Now, <clears throat> did he have anything negative to say about Sandy Murphy? No. Did he take you out to the backyard, or did he just show you the backyard? Just showed me the backyard. We didn't go out in the backyard. Uh, I, I didn't quite understand your answer about these drapes in the house. Uh, did you say that you remembered they were open or closed? I believe they were open because I remember seeing the backyard from the kitchen and then noticing it again as we walked through the living room. Okay. And when, he, and when you discussed his heroin dependency, you indicated uh, in your statement that he was very candid about it. He was very open about it with you? Yes. And he always was. But he indicated to you that he, had he, wasn't on, uh, he wasn't using any drugs at that time. I wouldn't even say he said that. He just indicated that he was going to clean up his life. He didn't get that specific. Well, did you say in the statement... Uh, and, to, and to put it in proper perspective, just let me lead in with this other question. Question, Ted was quite candid with people about his heroin dependency. Your answer was yes. Did he ever discuss this with you? And your answer was, oh, yes, you know. And it's what he was saying. Look, I had problems in the past, but I've really got this under control. And I know that, you know, I'm doing my testing and I'm doing the things I need to do and I'm going to get my license back and I'm going to go in front of the board and show them that, you know, I deserve to be licensed. That would be about correct. That's what he talked about. He talked a lot about his, about, uh, this is interesting, the family and the family problems, what had happened. When he talked to you about the family problems, was he, he was referring about Jack uh, Binion and his sister Becky Bainan? Yes. And that dealt with the civil litigation that was going on over the estate left from his mom and dad, Benny and Teddy Jane Binion. This is really the fight over the horseshoe. No, well, left to them through the estate, is that correct? Yes. And that would be concerning their particularized interests in the hotel, uh, Horseshoe Hotel and Casino, am I right? Yes. 
Did he go into that any further? Yes, he said that the reason the fight was happening, and I think I mentioned this, was because after taxes and everything else, siblings had been left in three less than $3 million apiece when they'd expected far greater amounts, and that Jack was doing very well in Mississippi, and there were bad feelings. And then uh, it was your understanding that Jack had invited the other siblings to participate in the other properties in the country? Yes, Jack did. <laughs> but the siblings were still not satisfied. They had said they didn't want to be a part of the expansion when Jack went into Mississippi. And when I term siblings, who I only just know restricted to Jack and Becky, or do you know of any others? I only know Becky. Okay. Indulgence. You indicated in your statement that you aren't exact, uh, exactly friendly with Sandy Murphy, is that correct? That's correct. And you had an opinion that Sandy Murphy was just there for the money, correct? That's correct. But during the, this tour that Teddy was taking you through, it was your opinion that uh, it appeared differently that day. That's correct. And in fact, you said uh, uh, in an answer to a question, you know, the only time I ever felt differently was the day that Ted was taking me on the tour of the house. And it was more the way he talked. And he said, uh-huh. And how, how proud he was, how neat the house was, that the pictures that were out were nice pictures of Ted and Sandy that they looked happy, that they looked loving. And I thought, you know, maybe everybody's really wrong. That's correct. Is that your quote? That was my quote. And that kind of like summed up his feelings of what he thought about the relationship that he had with Sandy Murphy, correct? No, I think it summed up the feeling that I got when I was in the house that afternoon. That's the impression that he communicated to you, though. It was more the impression he was very proud. I had that impression by walking through the room, the closet, the pictures that were there. And it was a positive impression? Yes. A further question? Did I think um, You had an appointment uh, with Mr. Binion at 10 a.m. on the 16th of September, 1998? Yes. And that was because uh, you were aware that uh, Ted stayed up all night and slept during the day? He asked me to be there at 10 o'clock. Okay. And be and, on time because he liked to sleep. And you indicated uh, to uh, the detective who took your statement uh, the reason that you were meeting Mr. Bingen at 10 a.m. was because Ted stayed up at night and he slept during the day. Yes. Um, with regard to uh, Mr. Uh, Bingen acting really uh, nostalgic, he was showing you some old letters. Yes. And some old pictures. Yes. Uh, photo albums. Yes. And he seemed like he was in a real mood to talk. Yes. And where was he pulling these old photo albums and uh, letters from? They were on a table in the living room. Okay. And Ted felt like talking, but you weren't, uh, you didn't have time to talk, correct? I didn't have time to stay as long as I would have liked. And he indicated, uh, quote, uh, Sandy will be, or the old lady will be really sorry she missed you. She's out shopping. Yes. So you referred to Sandy as the old lady? Yes. Okay. My old lady. And he continued to indicate to you that he was really on track, correct? He mentioned that, yes. And uh, he continued to indicate, uh, actually, did he seem like he had been drinking uh, or on drugs at the time? No. Did you indicate to the detective it's rather hard to tell with Ted? It is rather hard to tell, but I would, in my opinion, I don't think Ted was either drunk or on drugs. But it's kind of hard to tell. Is that fair? In fact, you said Not that. an expert. You said that, though, didn't you? Yes. Okay. And uh, you also indicated that you felt like he was looking forward to the company, meaning you arriving uh, there at the house to talk with him. He was sociable. 
but, you, but he was looking forward to the company that uh, was anticipated in your arrival. Yes. And he, he liked having company, according to uh, your statement. Yes. And he indicated to you at that point in time that he was undergoing testing and was doing the things that he needed to do, correct? Yes. What kind of testing did you uh, take from that statement? Drug testing? I assumed it was drug testing. Okay. Uh, did you become aware uh, within a, a couple hours of your departure that uh, Ted went and got a prescription for Xanax of 120 tablets? Just through the news. Okay. Did you also become aware at any point that Ted, within 12 hours of your uh, visit there, after he told you he had things under control, he was all on track and uh, he was doing his drug testing because uh, he wanted to get his license back, that he had a heroin dealer uh, come over and, and bring 12 bags of black tar, or 12 balloons of black tar heroin to him. Yeah, he done that. Okay, nothing further. All right, anything else? Yes, please, Judge. Uh, Mayor Jones, both Mr. Palazzo and Mr. Mamet uh, sort of focused on the term that you used in your statement, uh, nostalgia or nostalgic. Uh, what does that term mean to you? It meant that he was enjoying looking back and proud of his family and liked the old pictures and wanted to talk about the old days. And he also talked with you about the future? Yes. Uh, how many occasions do you think uh, you saw or socialized with or talked to Sandra Murphy? I don't know, maybe 10. Okay. Did, I uh, could be wrong on that, I don't know. Um, over, over how long a period of time? I'd be guessing years. Okay. And so for that time until maybe September 16th, 1998, after all that time had passed, your opinion was, until the 16th at least, that Sandra Murphy was in it for the money? That was just an observation. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. I have, I, I have a question. Uh, you indicated that you stayed with, uh, visited with Mr. Pinion for approximately an hour and you were you were leaving at about 11 o'clock, and you state that uh, Teddy felt that Sandy was going to be sorry uh, that she missed you, right? Yes. And then you go on in your statement and you say, well, and the lawyers told me that an hour after that, he called and said he wanted her out of the will. So I don't know what happened in an hour. Is that correct? Yes. for the questions. Thank you, please, for testimony. Yes. Thank you so much. You're free to go about your business. Thank you very much, Judge. Next witness. Uh, Mrs. Brown, you live here in Las Vegas, Clark County, Nevada? Yes, I do. Are you married? Yes, I am. Uh, what is your husband's name? James Brown. Uh, what is your husband's business or occupation? He's an attorney. He's licensed to practice law in the state of Nevada and practices here in Las Vegas. That's correct. Uh, did you know a person by the name of Ted Binion? I did. Uh, when did you first meet Mr. Binion? First time I ever met Ted was at my wedding, and that would have been in uh, 1962. Uh, were you introduced to him as a friend of your husband? Yes. Uh, from 1962 until the time of his death uh, on September 17, 1998, uh, did uh, you and your husband maintain a friendship with Ted Binion? Yes. Uh, how would you describe Ted Binion as a person? A very interesting person, a very upbeat uh, person, uh, a lot of fun to be around. Did uh, did you become aware that uh, Mr. Binion had lost his gaming license in March 1998? Yes. Uh, did you notice a difference in his physical appearance then? I didn't see him other than on television at the gaming meetings where he 
was had a different look at that time. He'd gained weight. Uh, approximately how much of weight had he gained? To the best of your uh, your best estimate. 20, 25 pounds, most of it in his stomach. Uh, had uh, you ever uh, seen uh, Mr. Binion uh, carry that type of weight in ne the past? No, never. Uh, subsequent to March 1998, uh, did you uh, notice uh, that uh, he had lost weight? Say that again. Uh, subsequent to March 1998, uh, when you saw him on TV and he had, ga he had gained weight, uh, did you see him again uh, when he had lost weight? No. Uh, was uh, his, uh, had you ever seen him with that a type of weight gain in the past? No. Uh, were you working in September 1998? Yes. Where were you working? At my office. Uh, what were what was your business or occupation at that point? I'm a uh, it's called Consortium Tours of North America. I'm a tour wholesaler. Uh, where was your business at that time? Four two five South Sixth Street, Building A. <coughs> uh, did uh, you have an arrangement? Uh, did you have an arrangement with your husband uh, whereby he would transfer his telephone calls uh, to your office when he was not in his office? If his secretary was not there, yes, he would do that to my third line. And so he would, he had call forwarding and he'd forward his calls uh, to your office? That's correct. And, and so you acted uh, perhaps as a, a temporary secretary, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, didn't get paid for it, obviously. Not a bit. <laughs> Uh, do you recall receiving a telephone call uh, from uh, Ted Binion uh, on September 16, 1998? Yes, I did. Uh, do you recall what time you received that telephone call? It was about 11.50. It was before the noon hour. Uh, did you have uh, plans uh, with your husband uh, that afternoon? Yes, he was going to run some errands and then come to my office and have lunch with me. I have a kitchen. <clears throat> Did you have, uh, did your husband tell you that he was going to be transferring calls to you? Yes. <coughs> when you received the call from uh, Mr. Binion, uh, what line did you receive it on? You want the actual number? Uh, no. The third, the third line. Uh, that would be the line uh, that uh, uh, you received uh, forwarded calls from your husband's office? Yeah, it's a non, it doesn't rotary, it's just a regular phone line, not part of the system if you called my office. When you picked up the phone, did you recognize Mr. Binion's voice? Well, I answered the phone law office and before and his first words were, is Jimmy there? This is Ted Binion. Did you recognize his voice at that point? Yes, I did. Uh, will you tell us about the conversation? Well, first I said, hi, Ted, this is Laura, and I explained why I was answering the phone. And he says, well, Tell Jimmy to take Sandy out of the will. He says, Bonnie gets it all. And I said, well, he'll be here in about 10 minutes. And he says, well, he wanted Jimmy to call him. Uh, do you remember very distinctly uh, that Mr. Binion told you to have Jimmy take Sandy out of the will? Absolutely. Plus, I wrote it down. Uh, did you uh, inquire as to why he wanted Sandy out of the will? Well, I said, is Sandy gone? And he said, no, but she might as well be. Uh, did uh, you talk to Mr. Binion about anything else after that? Or, or let me ask you this. Uh, did you inform Mr. Binion that you would uh, give your husband uh, the message? Yes. Uh, did you discuss anything else during that conversation? Yes, I discussed... Um, I told him that Jimmy had tried seeing him, uh, calling him earlier in the week, and he said he'd been out to Pahrump, that he had all these horses to take care of. And uh, I said, well, what you need is a nice ranch, like in Monterey. 
a nice ranch in Monterey where you could have the ocean on one side and the grazing land on the other. And he said it was just too expensive to buy a ranch in Monterey. And that's when I told him that I knew some people there that had ranches and said the area was depressed. And he says, will you find me the ranch and I'll buy it. What was uh, Mr. Binion's uh, demeanor as uh, he was talking to you about uh, finding a ranch for him in Monterey? Oh, very upbeat. Very uh, jovial. And did he talk about anything else during the conversation? Yeah, he told me that, that he found a buyer for our Nordic track. That's a piece of a, equipment to exercise on. And we all hated it. Every time you'd get on, you could you'd fall off backwards. And he said he found someone that wanted to buy it. I said, good. If they don't want it, burn it. <clears throat> uh, how long was your conversation with uh, Mr. Binion? Oh, it couldn't have even been 10 minutes. Uh, despite uh, the fact uh, that uh, Mr. Binion informed you uh, that he wanted your husband to change his will to eliminate uh, Sandra Murphy. Uh, you say that he was still upbeat? Oh, yes. Uh, did you have any indication during your conversation with him uh, that he was about to commit suicide? Absolutely not. In all of the years that you knew Mr. Binion from 1962 until the time of his death in 1998, uh, some 26 years, uh, had he ever discussed a suicide with you? Never. Uh, did you consider Ted Binion a friend? Yes, very, very close friend. Uh, had you ever seen uh, Mr. Binion uh, during those 26 years despondent uh, to the extent uh, that you were concerned that he might take his life? Never. Uh, that a afternoon between 11.50 a.m. and uh, noon on uh, September 16, 1998, uh, were you concerned uh, that Mr. Binion might take his life? No, never entered my mind. Uh, he did uh, ask you to uh, help uh, find him a ranch in Monterey, California? Correct. Uh, he talked about the future? Yes. Uh, did you talk uh, to Mr. Binion about uh, getting together? Yeah, I said we should go out to dinner. Uh, what was his response? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do. Uh, did he uh, talk to you about uh, getting into physical shape in the future? Yes, we talked about that when we were talking about the Nordic track. I, I told him he needed, if he didn't want to use the Nordic track, he needed to join the gym. Uh, during uh, the conversation, uh, did he give you any particular instructions uh, about uh, his will, aside from uh, asking uh, Jim to take him out of the, take Sandy Murphy out of the will? No, because I told him that Jimmy was going to be there in ten minutes, and he'd call him. Uh, did he uh, tell you anything about uh, um, whether Sandra Murphy knew that she was being taken out of the will? Nobody told me not to tell her. Uh, he told you not to, to tell uh, who? Sandy Murphy. Uh, what did he tell you uh, not to tell Sandra Murphy? When he said take her out of the will and I had changed the subject to going out to dinner, he says, well, yeah, yeah, we can go out to dinner. That'd be great, but don't tell Sandy. About what? About taking her out of the will. After uh, your telephone conversation with uh, uh, Ted Binion, uh, did your husband come to your office for lunch? Yes. Uh, did you give uh, your husband uh, the message? I did. Uh, what did your husband do with regard to the message? He went straight to the other uh, desk and called Ted. That concludes directly. All right, thank you. Mom? Yes, Ron, thank you.
Uh, Ma'am, in the three months preceding this uh, telephone conversation, how often did you see uh, uh, Ted Binion? I think I only saw him once. Uh, approximately when would that have been? At dinner. We went to dinner. And you want to know when that was, right? I guess you're married to a lawyer. <laughs> well, I can give you a clue. Um, we went to Piero's because the stone crabs were fresh. Is this an advertisement for Freddie Glossman? No, but uh, they, they're seasonal, so it had to be in March, April. Okay. I mean, I know you can't get them at, in May. All right. So, so it's March, April. And, this, and that was the last time that you saw him? Correct. Okay, and uh, you said that he had, what kind of weight did, was he carrying? Heavy for Ted, and a lot of it in his... Gut? Yeah. All right. And uh, prior to that March uh, date, can you think of a date prior to that that you had seen him? Not any specific. It would have been, the, it would have been no. Okay. I can't pinpoint anything at this time. All right, that, that, that's fair. And, and you indicated that um, when you when you took this telephone call from uh, Ted Binion, you you wrote out a, a message. Yes. And it was at that time that you you wrote it out. Yes, I write a lot when I'm on the phone. Okay. And in your message uh, that you wrote, did you uh, indicate that Sandy's not to know about this change in the will? No, I, I just wrote, well, I'm sure you have a copy of it, something like take Sandy out or something, and then I have to the side 150 horses. I stopped writing at that point. All right, well, can I uh, uh, show you something, ma'am? Mm -hmm. You have a, you know, Mr. Rogers? Yes, I do. Yes, I got it from him. I'm part of Discovery, and uh, just foundationally, without even marking it, Your Honor, so I don't plan on admitting it. Okay. I just need to uh, see if this is... This isn't what I wrote. That's not what you wrote? I mean... It is or not? Not that what I wrote when I was talking to him on the phone. Oh, what did you write? That. Okay. That's it? That's it. All right. Well, uh, and uh, do you know who authored this, ma'am? It's my writing. Okay. Your Honor, I'm having trouble hearing them. Oh. Yeah, please keep I'm your sorry. voice up. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me help you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. This is your handwriting on this Correct. page, ma'am? Correct, uh-huh. And... That's your handwriting as well? Correct. And this summary, uh, you prepared this summary on this date, October 26, 1998? No. I, uh, I'm sorry. The day uh, Ted died, if you pull this way a little bit, I can get no, closer, no, closer to the microphone. Okay. The, the day Ted died, uh, I said this to my husband who wrote it on a piece of legal pad in his writing. And then on this date, I took that legal pad and put it in my writing because he said he was going to, to send it to, for, uh, to be typed up. As a statement. Right. And did that ever... I can't remember whether it was ultimately typed up or whether uh, the uh, tape-recorded interview was substituted. I don't remember. Okay. Um, and you know, on this third page, do you know who authored that, man? Is that your handwriting? No, that's Jimmy's handwriting. Okay. Can I have that back? Yeah. Thanks. And in this uh, one piece of paper, could you tell me what you had written and then crossed out? Yeah, and you can see it on the original and hold it up to the light. It says, 
Sandy Murphy out, and then I wrote again, out of Will, and I've underlined out. Okay. And then his conversation switched to the horses, and he started to give me the mathematical equation for how many acres one needs per horse, and that's when I stopped writing. Okay. conversation. Uh, did it indicate uh, to you that, uh, that the mayor had just visited him? No. Uh, did it indicate to you that they had a wonderful visit together in which he took her through the house? No. Did it indicate to you that he was telling the mayor how happy he was with Sandy Murphy? No. See. Did he indicate to you a reason why now at, uh, what was this, about 11.50 a.m.? Yes. On the 16th? Correct. Of September 1998? Correct. That he's taking her out of the will? Correct. Did he indicate why? No. Is there any reason why you crossed uh, this information out on this document? Yes. Um, after my husband had called Ted, I was still working. I keep all my writings, and I just didn't see that that was anybody else's business in my office. Okay. I like to have this uh, market. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, you want to mark it as a defendant's exhibit? Yes, Your Honor. Uh, what is it, S? Yes, sir. All right, we'll mark it as S. Any objection? No, sir. Uh, S will be admitted on evidence. Now. Uh, you went to great lengths here on direct examination, Ms. Brown, that uh, Ted Binion seemed to be in good spirits. Yes. And uh, it didn't indicate to you anything about suicide. It didn't indicate to you no, anything he about did suicide. Not. Uh, have you come across other people that come up to you and say, listen, I'm going to commit suicide? No, but I've been around people who are depressed. Okay, but that's not my question. Yeah. I'm talking about people who say, listen, I'm going to commit suicide. Did you ever run into that situation? No. Did you do any studies regarding uh, people who may may or may not be contemplating suicides? No. So you can't really tell anyone with authority whether or not you could uh, opine as to whether or not an individual is going to commit suicide by, by their conversation with you. You're not qualified to do no, that? No, I'm not qualified. Okay. Now, Uh, do you know what uh, your husband did with the sheet of paper that he that you wrote everything down on? Like he wrote everything down on. Excuse me. No. Did you put that into your statement uh, to the uh, investigators that Jimmy Brown wrote everything down, and then you recopied everything back from what he had wrote down? I don't. I don't think so. You mean my in my statement, the recorded statement? Yes, ma'am. I don't think so. And I. Uh, Ted Billion didn't indicate to you that uh, Sandy Murphy was going to kill him in that conversation with you, did he? No, he did not. <clears throat> He indicated to you that uh, uh, in, in this conversation that uh, Sandy Murphy was going to be out and Bonnie is to be put in. Bonnie would get it all. Is that correct? Correct. Were you familiar with this, uh, with the will of Mr. Binion at all? No. You had never seen it? I witnessed it, but I didn't read it. Uh, when did you witness the will, Ben? 
Now we're getting, um, I don't know. Maybe it will, no, I don't know. You know, if it was the codicil. Which it may have been the codicil, I, I don't know. Was it the codicil regarding uh, uh, Sandy Murphy? Well, we've got to move along. Well, I'm sorry, Ryder. I well, just, this was about a phone conversation. I don't know what we're going to Will's for. Well, the lady... It just seems to be outside the scope of the direct, but at least the... I just wanted to ask her which one you witnessed. I don't know. I, I think it was in July, so what was that? Oh, okay. July of what year, ma'am? 98? And did you have occasion to uh, look at the contents of the will? Uh, no. And where were you when you witnessed this? In Jimmy's office. Okay, and do you know who else witnessed the will along with you? No, probably Jan. And that'd be uh, Jan, Sullenberger. 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 Okay, thank you very much. I have further questions. Do you have anything, Mr. Plaza? Sure. Did Ted Binion, when he was talking to you on the uh, 16th at around 11.50 a.m., did he say, take Sandy, uh, just tell Jimmy to take Sandy uh, out of the will and put Bonnie in? You know Bonnie gets it all. Did he stop there, or did he also say, uh, Anything about uh, if if she doesn't kill me tonight, if I'm dead, you'll know what happened. No, he stopped there. So he didn't say this part about uh, if she doesn't kill me tonight, if I'm dead, you'll know what happened? He did not say that to me. Okay. And you gave, did you come to learn that uh, this is what your husband was contending was said in his conversation with Ted Bingham? He told me when he got off the phone. Like, what, like 10 minutes later? 10 minutes later after he got off the phone or 10 minutes later after I got off the phone? You, you tell me which 10 minutes later. Right. He was on the phone with Ted probably about 15, 20 minutes, and when he got off the phone, he walked into the other office where I was, and he told me what Ted said. So that, that's you're saying that your husband said Ted then added to him uh, if she doesn't kill me tonight, if I'm dead, you'll know what happened. Your husband said that to you? He said that to me. And did you call the police at that point? No, I did not. Um, in fact, you've never talked to the police at all, have you? No. You only talked to a private investigator by the name of Thomas Dillard, correct? Correct. And you talked to him not in September 1998, right? No. Not in October 98, not in 1998 at all. You talked to him in April of 1999, right? It would be on my statement, whatever. Uh, April 9th, 1999 at 11.30 a.m.? At my office. Is, Is your office at 425 South 6? Yes, uh-huh. Okay, and that's when you uh, gave a statement? That's when I gave the um, recorded statement. He'd had the copy of my handwritten. Okay. All right, thanks very much. Uh, Did, uh, nothing further. Anything else? Yes. Uh, Ma'am, when you spoke with a Ted Binion on the phone, <clears throat> your mom had asked you if he had told you, told you about uh, his meeting with uh, Mayor Jan Jones. Did you say that he did not? He did not. Uh, did he tell you that uh, Tanya Kropp had told him that uh, she believed that Sandra Murphy was going to have an affair Direction. on That's him? That's hearsay. Yeah, I'm going to sustain it. This is a, an exception or something. I'm not offering it for the truth. I'm just trying to find out if uh, she said that. Just kind of like the Mayor Jan Jones stuff. Uh, Mayor Jones was present here. Yeah, I'm going to sustain the objection. You say that you have uh, spoken with people who you uh, determined to be depressed? Yes, I know people who are depressed or, or, dep or <coughs> depressants. 
Uh, did Ted Binion appear that way uh, on September 16, 1998? No. Uh, Mr. Mamada asked you about your expertise in the area of suicide. Uh, recognizing that you don't have that expertise, uh, ma'am, uh, was there anything in his conversation with you uh, that would suggest uh, that uh, he would not be having dinner with you in the near future? No, he was very happy. No oh. further questions? Sir, that completes the testimony then. Thank you so much. You're free to go about your business. Thank you. Thank free you. To okay. Ladies and gentlemen, don't converse among yourselves, anyone else on any subject connected with the trial. Read, watch, or listen to any report of or commentary on trial or any person connected with the trial by any medium of information, including without limitation, newspapers, television, radio, and don't form or express any opinion on the trial until the cause is finally submitted to you. We'll take 10 minutes, all right? We'll be at ease until the jury leaves.